Welcome to the Sydney Property Muppets podcast. My name is Kurt Lawther and I'm the real estate agent. And with me and forever is... Chris Clark, the buyer's agent. Oh, I'm going to rate myself out of 6 out of 10 for that one, Chris. Definitely. I think room for improvement, my friend. Look, now, I'm allowed to get a golden duck every once in a while. You are. I was going to try a little uh, room for improvement, and we're talking about room for changes in property prices. Ooh, Try to sort of segue there. Well, I like that because a lot of the times I do get, uh, when I'm touching base with people, people ask me, Kurt, how's the property market going? It's a, it's a very common question, and, and a rightly so question. But also one that from time to time I go, okay, but let's get into that a little bit later on. First of all, we're going to talk about all things uh, property prices. Now, we're talking about 2024, where we currently sit, and we're going to do a prediction. So, Kurt, I'm going to ask you this simple question that I'm going to answer as well. Do you think property prices, if the next 12 months are going to go up, stabilise, or go down? Uh, Chris, I reckon they're going up. Okay, I am concurring with you, and I'm also giving you a thumbs up saying it's going up in a direction. Kurt, what for you gives you the confidence to say right now, you know, where are we? We're in February, March 2023. What gives you the confidence to say in 12 months' time, we'll sit down and do this again? We'll be marked, we'll be scored, we'll, we'll be assessed. We'll be scored, yep, yep, yep. What gives you the confidence that the market's going to go up from now to then? On average, from my experience, the people I'm speaking with, people don't need to sell. Now that's not to say there might be a situation out there or a couple of people might need to sell, but on average, people choosing to sell. So in the area, so you're a real estate agent, right? Let's yeah. just clarify this. You're mostly, most not everything, but lower North Shore sort of prominent. Yeah. So you're saying that the people who are looking to sell, they're probably contacting you. You get inside understanding, right? Some of that will tell you we need to sell because of mortgage stress or we just got, you know, Divor- time Divorced. And you're saying right now that they may not be sharing, but none of your real clients, none of the people you're having discussion with are going forward with that. It's more that they just would like to sell. Yeah. And even when they're going through a bit of a tough circumstance, I've been speaking to um, some people and in one particular, there's a divorce going on. Yep. But they chose not to sell when they had some offers on the table because they didn't get the price they wanted. Yeah, well, it's just, which is rare from a buyer's agent standpoint, I must admit, when I here or understand properties are divorce. I am thinking we can fleece them, uh, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I've been divorced, I've gone through it myself and I got fleeced as well. So I can I can talk openly around this. Um, so I do look at those eyes going, okay, well, how can we make this work? Because I know more often than not, they need to sell. Well, and I was just gonna jump in there as well. And some people might be like, yeah, but the interest rates have been at a high standard for a while. A couple of things I think need to be taken into consideration. Firstly is the going to say the rule of thirds i don't know if we'll be like this forever but one no. third one third of the market yep has no mortgage okay in sydney you're talking yeah, here. yeah. So one in, third in of sydney, sydney properties are not having mortgage do not have a mortgage against them yeah okay. and even just talking broader terms one third of the market no mortgage right we yeah. are talking broad terms, but we always talk sydney yeah keep going the second third little little mortgage so a low lvr yeah. so which got, typically, typically they've either purchased that with a big deposit, or they've quite often been paying off the principal and interest over time. So they might have had the property 15 years and the mortgage now half the size, and the property's now worth twice as much. And think of the amount of older people in their 60s, 70s that bought their home when it was 200,000, 300,000 as as well, is that haven't actually sold, there'd be no mortgage on those properties. That's true. And less, no situation. So really it's the final third that have a high level LVR. That exposure, what's LVR? Uh, The level of debt. 
to ratio. Yeah. Um, happy to go into that another day. That's okay. Um, but often what you're finding, those people are either going to be in, in, in the unit market or they might be in the inner west, whereas in the lower north shore where I'm dealing with, uh, we still got first home buyers. However, yeah, I don't feel people are as exposed. Okay. Well, my side, why do I feel confident or the belief that the next 12 months will Actually, have I a feel a bit rude there, Chris. What are your thoughts? That's okay. I'll ask myself the question. <laughs> I'm never short of a word or two. Well, you know that. Um, look, the thing called in, this thing called interest rates, right? And we, we hear it. It's a headline out there. I predict, and again, there's always a pinch of salt. I predict there will not be an interest rate decrease in the next 12 months. There may be an increase there, something small, but no decreasing. So why do I think the property price will go up if there's no decreasing? Well, it's a word called stability. I'm sure if you're listening or watching us now and you're thinking about buying, this will probably resonate with you. You're looking out there going, right, I know how much I'm earning, basically. I know my spend, obviously spend's going up, but that's sort of stabilising to a degree. And now with the interest rate flattening, we, you now can predict comfortably what your repayments and what everything's going to look like on acquisition of the property. Stability breeds contempt or breeds people to feel comfortable. So then they go, okay, well, we've, we've, we're living in a two better or whatever it is, and we need to, let's say, two better, and we need to move to a three better. We've waited one or two years because the market was so unstable. We didn't want to touch it with a five-foot pole. Now we do. Now, unfortunately, you're not the only. If that's resonating with you, you are not the only one, unfortunately. You're not the smartest person in the world. I'm not saying anything about your intelligence, but you're not, you're not getting the market at the time potentially that's right in terms of being opportunistic. Other people, the person, your neighbour is thinking the exact same thing. Yep. Now, so quite often I think about like there's generally sort of a consensus of thought of people in Sydney about how they buy properties. Uh, they have sort of one... Is that what you experience, Chris, as a buyer's agent? Well, I'm just trying to summarise as nice as I can. What do you think? Um, no, I think, I think there is a consensus and I think that's often where the question comes from what's happening in the market yeah. or how the market is and that's where I'm often jumping in and trying to explain to them unfortunately um, if you do want a specific answer um, it's quite hard to give because there's markets within markets within markets and for example we've got lower north shore you've got inner west you've got eastern suburbs right, yeah but within then within that there's in suburbs and within yep. those suburbs, there's certain areas that are the unit market, there's house markets. Yep. Uh, we've even got something uh, in the suburb where my office is located in Chatswood. Yep. Um, there is a little suburb called Chatswood West. We'll leave that out for the moment. But there is a thing called the Pacific Highway or Pacific Motorway yep. running, not directly splitting it in half, no, but through, you know, through, the, through it. Through it. And that's where prices on one side aren't as high as prices on the other side. So we're saying west side versus east side. West side those playing, versus east side. Those playing at home, that was a special one for you. <laughs> and I think, Chris, you've actually experienced this maybe with a purchaser or two trying to purchase in yep. Chatswood about how some don't want to purchase on one side compared to the other. Oh, it's, it's definitely got that. I wouldn't say stigma, but there's definitely when people are looking in Chatswood, there is a preference of people to say, I want to be in the east side versus west side. That affects property prices and even looking at the analysis of property in Chatswood, you have to take that into, into account. Now, there might be a lot of properties all of a sudden in the last 12 months sold in the West yep. um, that have risen in price locally, but from there, the ones in the East aren't going as much, but they sort of bring down the overall. This is sort of jumping ahead to later on, but I think it's a nice tie-in. 
They bring down the average median price of Chatswood in that period of time. Equally, you might have a lot of probably sold in the east at one period of time, less in the west, and that drives the median price up. Yep. But it's really, I like your phrase earlier on, it's a market within a market within a market. And I think it's about analyzing your own personal situation, whether you're a buyer or seller and working out the properties that are actually, if you're a seller, that are related to your property and how they've recently done. And also then if you're a buyer, working out what properties and price range you're actually in. Yep. And I think not to be scared off either way. It's knowledge, it's knowledge is power. Um, all right, let's, let's go for some headline grabbing activity now. Okay, yeah. We're yep. gonna spin this around. So. We're going to talk about three major areas in Sydney. Forgive us if we're not covering off yours, but we just want to be short and sharp punchy. We might do a further diagnosis of this or analysing this in 12 months' time. We may go further. But for now, we've picked three major areas that we really feel really strong and comfortable with. Yep. So we're going to ask each other now, or ask the question, what's going to be the median house price increase in these areas next 12 months? So Kurt, yep. Lower North Shore. I reckon 7.5% increase. 7.5% increase, right? I'm even going, I'm going double Actually, digits. I want to ask you, Chris, what do you think the lower North Shore? Well, I'm going stronger, right? I'm going stronger. So I actually think it's going to hit double digits. I think it's 10%. I think it's ripe for a lot of growth and potential there. Inner West, I'm thinking Inner West about 7.5%. I think it's had a lot of growth. Uh, and whilst I still see there, there's a lot of units that I think will hold it a little bit back. But 7.5%, I mean, we're going to hold it back. That's still a bit, you know, one, a $2 million property is now worth $2.3 million. That's still a big growth. I'm going to go, I reckon, 4.5%. 4.5%, even softer still. Okay, and what's your eastern suburbs? Uh, I'm going to put one out there, 13.2%. You serious? Eastern suburbs, wow, a lot of cash buyers going over there. I'm going to say 6%. 6%. And purely because the price probably is already at a very high medium price, but very high. maybe I, I, just... I will eat my words. Look, I'm probably going to eat my words. I just think people are going to keep spending. And I think in the eastern suburbs, that is the perfect mixing bowl for spending to... That opportunity. No, 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 no. Oh, look, 12 months' time, we always say we jump forward and round it, but our advice is generally in nature. I can save us saying this later on. Please, <laughs> please uh, reach Why out to professionals. Why go or selling your property off my predictions? No, but, but we yeah. are trying to... One of the things we want to do and do was talking with everybody here and with each other is just be frank about where our thoughts are. I think that's a valid point. It's one measurement. It's not everything. I'm sure people aren't out there doing everything on the basis of our decisions or our calls. Um, so it's a good good way for them to get an insight into our mindset of things. We're going to jump into three quick questions. Oh, perfect. How do we roll this through? You give us okay, a uh, Okay, so the three quick cues. Basically, we ask each other three questions, one after another, going back and forth. Questions two and three can generally cannot be justified. Question one can be justified because it's a little bit more on our topic. Well, it's usually property-centric, right? The other ones may or may not be property-centric. Yeah, and we just obviously want to still give a little bit of context sometimes. However, we try and not justify, right. not perfect. Who's rolling off first today? I think you can roll off first, Chrissy boy. All right, related to our topic, what is the uh, biggest economic um, uh, measurement or change that has impacts on the property price? Total household income. Okay, nice. Very good. Okay. Um, when clients come to you or prospective clients, do they prefer buying in a a buyer's uh, hot market or cold market? 
do they prefer, they prefer a cold, I'm sure they prefer a cold market. It's interesting, I kind of prefer them and we're allowed to delve into it. I prefer them in a hotter market only because what happens in a cold market is people just want to keep waiting and waiting and waiting, which is fine, but sometimes you wait so long you miss out. Whereas a hot market, you kind of go, right, I know I've got something right there and then. Got that was that was, that was that was right and relevant move forward with haste. But that's fine Perfect. either way. Um, we're talking about property prices in 2024. Yep. What do you predict the property prices in 2025? Go up, go stable, go down. Stable. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna peak next year. Okay. Good one to ask to review in 12 months as well. And as I say that, I'm like, oh, the interest rates come down a little, maybe. <laughs> um, Only one factor. Yes. Question two: Which state would you like to next purchase in? Outside of New South Wales, obviously. Yes. That's the next state. Queensland. Queensland. Yeah. Yeah, I can't really evolve more, but that may that may not be for much longer. Okay. You're asking that question a bit, don't you? Know? All right, a bit of a different way. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to go with this one. Uh, if you had a preference, you can only, one of these two things is going to happen to you. Okay, right? I'm ready. You're either going to step in dog poo, or you're going to have a bird poo on your shoulder. Which right. one are you preferring to take? Step in dog poo. Step in dog poo. I would have been the. I'm actually poo on the shoulder because I believe it's good luck. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Okay, yours. On to you. Um, just funny, I was doing letterbox shots one time and a bird decided to let its bowels out. Um, Chris, <laughs> would you rather be stranded on an island for the rest of your life by yourself? You can still survive food and all that. You make your own fire. Or be stuck fishing on a ramp for the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. Well, the ramp am I by myself as well? Both chances I'm isolated. You're going to be able to survive the whole time. But you're both isolated. You both know I'm isolated. You're both, you're right, you're isolated. On an island. On an island. Would you choose the ramp? Fishing? Oh, I just wanted to toss in because some people like fishing, really. Well, would you choose? Not the island, of course. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, that brings us end of today. We've already covered off the, uh, the terms and conditions part of it. So thank you all for dropping by. Do like and subscribe. We're very thankful. We've gone from... Uh, nine subscribers to 12 in the last couple of weeks, which doesn't sound like much, but it's a 30% increase. So thank you very much if you have uh, joined in. Yeah, it, muchly appreciated. Huge. It's, you know, t- TikTok these days, you can get views just like that, left, right and centre, but I still feel YouTube is the grind. Is and But Chris and I quite enjoy being able to come to you every week and inform you of the Sydney property. So thank Mark. you again for dropping by and we'll see you next week. Sydney Property Muppets. Signing out.